It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Dave Harrison. He's Chris Russell. We are your hosts of this show. If you haven't already, please subscribe or follow the show on your podcast platform of choice. Leave a rating, leave a review, and we're not here at the Locked On WFT podcast. You can find Chris, the team, 983 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday with Pete Methurst. Also find uh, Russell and Methurst on the Odyssey app. Find Locked On WFT on the Odyssey app as well. Also find Chris covering your Washington football team in writing for SI.com. On Twitter at WrestleMania621. I can be found on Twitter at DHarrison82. The show is at LockedWFTPod. Chris, football is starting to return. Training camp is getting underway. But there's also other news going on in other leagues, which you cover for the Team 980. One of those leagues being the NBA. They've got the NBA draft coming up. NBA draft GOAT, Chad Ford. Locked on NBA draft host, Rafael Barlow. And locked on NBA host, John Corrales. will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's locked on NBA draft 2021 brought to you by built bar. Our friends over at built bar, get local expert analysis on every single pick, including your new host of the locked on Washington wizards podcast. Follow locked on NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 PM Eastern big stuff happening there in the NBA. Chris, hopefully for the wizards future as they look to build on a, a season that was better than most people expected Speaking of teams that had seasons that were better than most people expected, coming into this year, division champs, Washington football team, securing some key titles or some key contending players, including most recently tight end Logan Thomas. Yeah, so, you know, on Monday we, uh, David, good to be back with you. On Monday we got the news that Jonathan Allen uh, had struck a deal. And, and again, that was fully expected. The hope was before training camp, if not before the season. That obviously got done on Monday. We're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up because I know you haven't had a chance to weigh in on the four-year $72 million extension, essentially tying him up for five years. But then on Tuesday morning we find out, like you said, with Logan Thomas. And uh, for those that listen to the Monday episode, or I'm sorry, the the Tuesday morning episode uh, that we published overnight, uh, I said, you know, one of the things I did was, all right, now that Allen is done, who's next? And that was the top name that we came up with was Logan Thomas to get extended over a guy like J.D. McKissick or others, uh, partially because other guys are not eligible for extensions yet. But Logan was he signed a two year deal last offseason as a developmental tight end. Remember, he had converted from quarterback at Virginia Tech, drafted as such with the Arizona Cardinals, bounced around, started making the transition to the Buffalo Bills, wound up in Detroit for one year where he played tight end full time and actually scored his only touchdown that year against the Washington football team, which may or may not have had something to do with them being uh, interested in him. Then they bring him over and he has this breakout year, right? Really good inside the red zone, 15 catches, 
170, uh, 17 yards rather. So he was second, I think, in, in, in catches in the red zone. First in terms of yardage with 117, 670 yards uh, receiving overall, six touchdowns, 72. Ca- I mean, what more could you ask for for Logan Thomas, a guy who, as I mentioned, came in off that year with Detroit with just 16 catches, 173 yards and a touchdown. And David, I got to be honest with you. You know, I, I thought he was going to be a lot better than that. And I knew he was going to be a big part of the offense. I did not think he would make the impact that he made. And maybe this is, I don't know, maybe this is, uh, you know, maybe this is not the right thing to say. I, I mean, I think he was a, a bigger impact player than he probably should be on a great yeah. offense. Um, but the the bottom line is, they got him and ramped him up with no preseason games, a new coaching staff, new techniques. And the tight end coach, Pete Hanner, was really, 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 really hard on him when it came to blocking during training camp. I thought he was going to break Logan Thomas. And instead, he only made him better and tougher and more productive. And he so deserves this contract. This is a huge relief for the Washington football team. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he's a grinder in every sense of the word. And I mean, you know, in a lot of facets, you could, you see teams a lot of times when they have a guy that kind of has that breakout season that was unexpected. And and again, nobody saw it coming. You kind of hesitate. Like you look at kind of Shaquille Barrett's situation. There's other, there's other situations across the NFL where it's like, whoa, we didn't see this coming from this guy because of his history. Let's not commit to him yet, though. Let's make him prove it for one more year. Then we'll commit to him. And so for a Washington football team to really commit to him like this, it's it's a great move for the franchise for one. It's also a great move for Logan Thomas. And the concern sometimes is that either the, the hunger that he has to prove himself is going to disappear once he's making you know that top money. I think what, what he top seven pay tight end in the NFL now. You know what I mean? Once he's getting that paycheck, that hunger is going to kind of go away. But this is a guy who has literally manufactured every part of his success in his football career. So I don't think you have to worry about Logan Thomas suddenly being like, oh, okay, I made it. The work can stop because this is what his life has become. This has become a part of his routine. So he can't like it's almost like breathing air for him. Like he's just he's a guy who has to go out there and grind. And he's a guy who has to respond to challenges. So even if his play is slipping and he starts seeing headlines or tweets or, or whatever that, you know, oh, now that he's paid, he's, he's starting to, to lay back. He's going to take that challenge, meet it head on and push forward. The coaches are going to challenge him to recapture capture that performance, that fire, get even better. And I mean, now that he's got a veteran quarterback who, you know, has a pretty good track record of health. Again, you, you kind of we talk about how impressive it's been for Terry McLaurin to do what he's done with the quarterback carousel going on inside the franchise, let alone the league. Well, Logan Thomas is in that same boat. So now that you have a little bit of stability in the organization as far as coaching staff scheme, uh, offensive play calling, stuff like that, and now you hopefully have a quarterback you can ride at least 18 games with or 17 games with, you should see hopefully a little bit more uh, improvement. And the fact that Logan Thomas can still get better means that this is a really good, I, I want to call it buy low, because honestly, if he gets even better, you're, you're, you're getting into even more expensive waters. So this is almost kind of like a buy low situation, yeah. even though new contracts are always just a little bit inflated. And, and I'll just add quickly this. There's not going to be a lot of a, a ton of attention paid to Logan Thomas when you have Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, uh, you know, maybe Diami De- Brown as well, Adam Humphreys, you know, assuming yeah. everybody's yeah. healthy, Antonio Gibson, so on and so forth. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot less attention paid to a 70 plus 
uh, catch guy. He's got pretty good hands outside of one or two games where he had some drops. All right, real quickly, uh, again, you weren't with us on the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, so you didn't have a chance to weigh in on Jonathan Allen. Four seventy-two, thirty million guaranteed. I thought it was a great deal. Your response is, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't win if you don't control the trenches. And this guy, you know, as popular as Chase Young has been, and I think as talented as Chase Young is going to be, uh, he, Jonathan Allen, was there before, and he's he's kind of the anchor. Uh, like a lot of people have said in response to this in articles and in tweets, he's the anchor of that defensive line. So you don't let that guy go. Now the question is how are you going to keep everybody else on the defensive line look that's a problem they're going to have to figure out in the future and you know teams have a way of kind of working some magic here and there and, and there's some guys that maybe will move on after the season to free up some money and etc 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 so uh kind of we don't, we don't really need to worry about that today right now we just need to celebrate the fact that the Washington football team really they solidified you know the interior of their defensive line for for the next handful of years and and that's great for this defense because as they continue to build a team and and go out in search of a quarterback to drive this thing long term for you know at least three to five years time these are the moves that are going to make them attract i mean look at the aaron Rodgers situation you mm-hmm. know everybody's talking about this is pretty much setting up his exit for for 2022 and now people are looking at 2022 saying well what are good teams that are going to need a quarterback next year that might be might be attractive to a team like Aaron Rodgers. Again, going to the copycat league, guess what? The Washington football team looks a lot on paper like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did two years ago. And then a year ago, they attracted a veteran quarterback looking to ride a horse that could help him win. And guess what? Next year, it looks like there's a veteran quarterback who's going to be looking for a very similar situation. Yeah. And now yeah. he's got the chips in his corner, supposedly, right, reportedly, to where he, the Green Bay Packers aren't going to get to choose where he goes. He's going to get to choose for them so they can they, he can force a trade within the NFC. So that opens up big doors for this franchise if they want to try to walk through there. And securing guys like Allen, like Logan Thomas, are going to help them make be more attractive to guys like Aaron Rodgers. No doubt. Good job by Rob Rogers, who's Ron Rivera's right-hand man when it comes to contracts and managing the salary cap as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, we don't know what the future is going to be for Aaron Rodgers in that situation. And what happens with him in 2022, presumably, is going to send shockwaves throughout the entire NFL. But if you think you know what the answer is out there, there are sure to be some prop bets popping up soon, if not uh, at the end of this season and into the next offseason. And our friends over at betonline.ag are surely going to have some action for you there if you want to get in on that because they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Baseball season is still in full swing. NBA draft is coming up. You want to bet on who's going to draft or what players are going to get drafted by what teams and where. You can probably find some of those bets over there as well. Head over to betonline.ag before the next competition, before the next draft, before the preseason gets started. Get all your great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Again, head over to betonline.ag, sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Uh, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast as the Washington football team opens up training camp. Officially, the team players reporting for conditioning tests uh, and uh, Ron Rivera's opening an introductory press conference testing, all of that stuff, measurements, uh, all of that stuff on Tuesday. First practice Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time in Richmond, depending on when you're listening. It could already have happened. Uh, but here's what we know, David, entering that first practice and entering Wednesday, again, the first official practice day. And this, will, of course, will adjust uh, over the course of the next couple of days, if not weeks. And that is the Washington football team made a bevy of roster moves in addition to, again, officially signing Jonathan Allen. Uh, as of this recording, they have not officially signed the, 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 the contract on Logan Thomas just yet. But they have made these moves official. And it's a laundry list. As uh, Chris Jericho from Wrestling Fame uh, used to say, you just made the list. Well, a bunch of wrestling, a bunch of wrestling fans, maybe a bunch of Washington football players made the list, but there's all sorts of different designations. So we open up with the one that's most important, at least in my eyes, and that's Cornelius Lucas, a guy who is expected to be the starting right tackle has been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. And, mm -hmm. and David, I'll, I'll just start with this. Uh, obviously, we know what kind of polarizing topic this is, and Ron Rivera addressed it on Tuesday, and we're going to get to uh, some of our reaction to that. But just from a pure football sense, if we put the COVID aside, right, because we don't know how much practice, we don't know the impact right now, and it's too early mm -hmm. to speculate, this is either good for Sam Cosme or bad for the Washington football team. Uh, and, and maybe it's good and good, but Sam Cosby is going to have to be really good for it to be good for the WFT. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could, you could make an argument that it's good all around because it's early on. Right. I mean, uh, you know, you don't know the, the entire situation surrounding Cornelius Lucas and I, I'm not close to him. I don't have any sources inside. I don't know that you do, but you know, so I don't know how bad it is. Hopefully he's, he's asymptomatic, you know, hopefully he doesn't even have it. He's just been around someone who has it. So it's, an, it's one of those abundance of caution situations. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, he's going to be healthy before the season. He's going to be able to participate in enough preseason action to get some snaps, get some reps, all that stuff. But in the meantime, you know, this is where kind of the silver lining comes in. Like you said, Sam Cosme is going to get more work. The next guy up there is going to get some more work somewhere else, et cetera, et cetera. And players are going to start maybe picking up responsibilities that aren't necessarily usually at their pay grade. So their their experience is going to grow. And, you know, you can get some 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 experience and you can grow a little bit from mental reps. But everybody knows the best rep is a physical rep. So the more Sam Cosme gets out on the field, I agree with you. I don't think honestly that he's going to be able to do enough especially you know before pads and before full contact and all that stuff like i don't think he's gonna be able to do enough to really like threaten cornelius lucas's starting job but he's going to get some experience he's going to be on there with the other starters he's going to get starter caliber coaching you know he's going to have some tape to put down to study all these things he's going to get some live reps you know some some hand fighting reps against the chase youngs of the world and all those other guys so in in the long run, it's it's going to be an an advantage as long as everything does turn out you know okay for Cornelius Lucas and there's no long term serious ramifications for his health. Right, you hope so certainly, but competition again, you know, iron sharpens iron, and Cornelius Lucas is more of a natural right tackle than a left tackle, and he did you know a more than adequate job at left tackle in a pinch. Uh, last year. All right. So that's the big name there, but there's more. The WFT also on Tuesday placing 
uh, Curtis Samuel mm-hmm. and cornerback Greg Stroman on the active physically unable to perform list, meaning they count against the 90 man roster. They are not able to practice until they are lifted off of that list. They can return at any point. I think this is with Samuel still the hamstring yeah. that kept him out of minicamp, but it was initially reported by Tom Pelissero that he was put on the COVID-19 list. I don't hmm. believe that to be the case being that the Washington football team Clara, uh, you know, put him on a different list. So I, I assume this is just still, you know, being cautious, if you will, with a guy like Curtis Samuel. Yeah. And, and you have every reason to, again, he's coming into, you know, a, a style of play and, and coaching that he he's familiar with. He understands what he's getting himself into. Now you would like to see him out there taking some reps with Ryan Fitzpatrick and with Taylor Heineke and, you know, anybody that might be throwing the ball uh, for this team this season. But again, it, it's kind of one of those things that is it 100% necessary? I think that's it's, it's a little bit of what people learned from last season is, yes, you want to have the training camp. You want to get those reps the preseason. Obviously, you want to try to get that live competition before the games count You know, in the standings. But at the end of the day, if you don't have them you know, for whatever reason, you can still survive and you can still field a competitive ro- a roster and franchise. It, it might be a little bit more challenging. And, you know, I think in, in Washington's case, I think the the extenuating circumstances, the whole thing with Dwayne Haskins and the whole thing with Alex Smith and his feeling slighted and, and Taylor Heineke coming out of college to, to quarterback the team. Like if there is a team that had a reason to to win three games last year and say, oh, well, COVID was was really a big part of that. It was a Washington football team instead. They go win a division. Granted, you know, everybody says the worst division in football, but they were the best of that worst. So give them credit for at least putting together a product better better than these other three teams who had honestly a lot of continuity to work with despite missing training camp. Yet they still weren't able to put together as competitive a product. So again, it kind of circles all back to the fact that if Curtis Samuel misses some time here in training camp in the early parts, it's not going to kill the team. If he misses now, if this goes in two, three weeks, if he starts missing preseason action, then we get concerned. But right now, you know, July 27th, as we're recording this, not a concerning issue. All right, going through the rest of the list just quickly here to button this up. DeShazer Everett, who ended last year on IR, and Tim Settle, a key cog in the defensive line rotation, and uh, a name that we've talked about a couple of times, carry on, uh, <laughs> as my breakout player. Well, he ain't breaking out on anything right now. Uh, both of those guys were put on the active non-football illness list. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be quite honest with you, there's 14,000 lists listed here mm-hmm. by the Washington football team. I'm not exactly sure what that exactly means and why he's on that list uh, or why they're on that list as opposed to the list that Curtis Samuel and Greg Stroman are on, but I'll just leave it at that uh, and and just don't expect them early on here uh, in camp. Also, uh, the WFT announced that tight end Tyrone Swoops and guard Najee Tehran did not report to camp. And that's interesting because Tyrone Swoops Tyrone Swoops, rather, was expected to battle with Samus Reyes and others for the third tight end spot, didn't report to camp. Certainly not a good way to start if you plan on making the team. Also, in addition to that, they cut a veteran tight end, Dion Yelder, who played in the last two Super Bowls with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, granted as a limited role player and mostly on special teams, but they just cut him or waived him, I'm sorry. Um, So 
two tight ends now, one definitely and one maybe are down. uh, And that kind of opens up some things, maybe possibly for, and again, it's early for Samus Reyes to have a little bit more of a solidified grab uh, on the third tight end position. And one final one here, David, uh, the Washington football team, according to Field Yates of ESPN, has signed Bunmi Rotimi. Mm. Boonmi Rotimi, a defensive end who played a little bit with the Chicago Bears and also had a stint in the XFL. And he's Tyler Taylor Heineke's college, um, I guess, acquaintance. I don't know if they played together or not, but at ODU down in the Virginia Beach area. So a lot of roster moves for the Washington football team yeah. uh, on Tuesday to open up training camp. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like everything that you just said, I mean, it seems like the tight end room is it's, it's like a four or five guy race. You know what I mean? And Samus Reyes is still in the fight. So, hey, I mean, maybe he maybe he can pull off uh, what a lot of people would call the impossible. Who knows? We'll have to, we'll have to keep an eye on it. What, he, what we know is he's now going to get more of an opportunity to do it than he probably would have before. Absolutely. And he was already going to be featured to some degree, but, you know, uh, certainly uh, and drops are one thing he's got to worry about in addition to technique blocking and all that stuff. All right, real quickly, just a couple of thoughts. Ron Rivera met with the media uh, on Tuesday. And obviously the big picture out of this was, you know, of course, his reaction to the Allen and uh, contract and whatever, but his thoughts on, on his players not getting vaccinated. The Washington football team is under 60%, over 50%. They're one of the lowest, if not the lowest rates in the NFL. David, he called out basically players on his team that he has to coach, you know, and said he's very frustrated. Did he overstep the line based on what you were able to gather? I mean, I don't know if I would say he overstepped the line. It's hard to say where that line really is because this is this is uncharted territory you know what i mean and every coach every franchise every player they're dealing with this for the first time like last year they dealt with covid for the first time there was no vaccination option you know what i mean and now they're dealing with the vaccination option but you know people have their concerns about it for whatever reasons and and ron has talked about this earlier in the off season that everybody has to deal with it from the point of view they come from we all walk through life and we all have a point of view of the street we're walking through our lens of where we're coming from and you know, uh, earlier on, he was a little bit more calm about it, a little bit more understanding about it. But now as you know, things are ramping up and it's kind of, it's almost time to go to, go to battle, as they like to say, you know, maybe things are getting a little bit less, you know, relaxed and a little bit less understanding. It's kind of like, Hey, we've had this conversation a lot. I don't understand why you don't understand what I'm telling you. And I think it just boils down to again, though, at the end of the day, everybody kind of sees things through the lens that they see them. And it's, it's hard sometimes to flip that lens on people and, uh, you know, it, it's unfortunate. We talked about it here, you know, before it, it could it could have a significant impact on the roster mm-hmm. if things go south. And if that happens, that player, you know, th- they're going to have to own up to their part of that responsibility and they're going to have to answer their teammates for for what they you know, what what role they contribute to if they contribute you know, to it, because we're also seeing an uptick in vaccinated people getting uh, infected with this new strain. So, I mean, it's you know, it's, it's, it's the, the old strain is still out there and unvaccinated people are susceptible to that. Now there's new strains out there and maybe vaccinate. Like there's just a lot, like it's, 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 it's the second year we've been dealing with this, but all of it's still, it's still kind of coming as it comes. And so it's, it's understandable that he's frustrated. I don't know. Again, the players on the roster that aren't vaccinated that are having these conversations, some behind closed doors, some a little bit more publicly, you know, like Montez sweat, they're going to have to decide if coach Rivera crossed the line. Like I can't Mm -hmm. say whether he crossed the line with somebody else because I don't know them and 
he's not talking to me. So they're going to have to decide if he crossed that line. I, I feel like Ron Rivera is the kind of guy that kind of earns enough respect that when he says something like that publicly, they've probably heard the same thing privately. So it's not a surprise to them. And again, there's more context to the conversations that we're not hearing. So I feel like Ron is, is the kind of guy he's, he is intelligent enough to know what he should and shouldn't say publicly as far as it comes to player relations. So I would bet that he did not cross the line, but again, that's, that's going to be up to them. And I would agree about the transparency part. Ron very rarely says something in public that he hasn't already privately expressed to his players. And that's part of what the reason why players respect uh, and understand him. Um, but the questions are still going to be coming, but David, I have a question for you. What's your favorite built bar flavor? I think I know the answer, but just for those that might not know. <laughs> the regularly available flavors, it's absolutely mint brownie still to this day. Yes, mint brownie. And those are one of just many delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor that our friends at built bar want you to experience and love like we do. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. You know, David and I are. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, David's favorite, mint brownie, my favorite, peanut butter brownie. I have, Let's be honest, I have a couple of favorites. Double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. When I ordered recently, about two weeks ago, I got three different varieties. You can, trust me, you can, whatever you want, you're going to be able to put it together and Built Bar is going to help you out. Uh, and not only are they delicious and good for you, but they're low in carbs, they're low in sugar, they're low in calories and high in protein, and they're a perfect meal replacement, dessert, or after-workout treat. If you have a little sugar tinge that you need to uh, get, you can get it without all the sugar. See how that works? Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back now to wrap up today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at dharrison82 at russellmania621 and the show at LockWFTPod. We're going to wrap up today's episode with a listener voicemail. So let's check in with one of our listeners and a fan of the Washington football team. Hello, guys. This is Juan from Santa Clara, California. Great podcast. My question is, now that it looks like Deshaun Watson is available and the rumors are circulating that the Eagles are going to make a move. Do you think that forces Washington to at least get in on the action? Because my opinion, <clears throat> him coming to the division makes it that much more difficult to win the division overall each year, which lessens your chance of, you know, making the playoffs. Just curious what you guys think. Thanks. 
Yeah, appreciate the phone call and the voicemail. And the answer for me, David, is while his legal case, both criminal and civil, is absolutely very much pending and therefore a potential NFL mm-hmm. suspension, no chance would I ever even consider it. And if the Philadelphia Eagles want to make that move, so be it. Good for them. Uh, that's a risk I'm not willing to take. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from it. And, and, you know, the way these things work inside the league is these owners and GMs, they, they probably know more about that situation right now than what we know publicly and what's known publicly. But just because that's the way the business works, uh, they probably, you know, that's just not publicly known. Um, if, if the knowledge is that it's just, you know, he's going to be cleared then yeah absolutely you make that movie as a franchise quarterback on the field um if it's that he's not going to be cleared or that it's true but he might get away with it even if it's true but he might not get away with it i don't know if i, I dive in uh, on, on a guy that's got that floating around him because you know habits are, are hard to to get rid of sometimes and and the old adage of when people show you who they are sometimes you gotta trust them you know if that's who he is i i trust him and uh, i don't want a part of my organization if that's the case Yeah, no doubt. All right, that is going to do it for us right here on today's edition. We want to remind you that betting on the NFL or the Washington football team or any kind of football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. If you have a question or if you want to just give us a call on the voicemail line, it's 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. Lock it in and fire them off. And we'll get them on as quickly as we can. Also, if you want to do email, it's lockedwftpod at gmail.com. Thanks for being with us right here. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington Football Team Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.